What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? What's going on? Welcome to episode 58. And I'd like to give you the official count. Two weeks. Two weeks until Comic-Con. So next week is our last show before Comic-Con. Yes. Because we're not doing a show of Comic-Con. Correct. We'll probably do like a, some sort of something for it. We'll do a video at least. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's... Two weeks out, and I'm, they still haven't apparently given out any vendor information. No. Because I was looking on Twitter, and people were like, oh, what's the deal? And if you see a little black streak terrorizing around here, uh, it's our cat. Well, it's my cat. Yeah. It's uh, Kuro running around being a, de- being a demon. Okay, so uh, what'd you do this week? <laughs> Caught your cat. <laughs> Kuro, Kuro. Girl, girl. Anyway, what did you do this week? Uh, went to work. Nice. Uh, it didn't do a lot. Um, because work doesn't require one. Do I can see the preview window over? Yeah. The cat's like, um, no. I applied for a job on Monday. All right. Then I got uh a phone interview. One of those recorded like. What is she fighting with now? She's in the uh, light bag. Oh, okay. Uh, then they were like, hey, we want to do a pre-recorded phone interview on Tuesday. Right. right? Then Wednesday, I get uh, set up for an interview on Monday. Nice. So it's like, cool. Nice. 72 hours and I have a face-to-face interview. Yeah. There are some jobs I applied to months ago. I still haven't heard back a thing from. Right. So it's like... I feel like maybe I have a good chance. Yeah. Here. Like maybe. No. How different is it from what you already do? Um, pretty different. Um, it'll be doing a lot more access stuff. Nice. So it'll be a lot more computer coding, uh, less of busy work. Yeah. So, it was uh interesting. Nice. But there was a funny incident at work uh, yesterday. Okay. We're doing some training for some stuff that I created, and the supervisor was. Um, less than knowledgeable. Well, I had to teach them less than a week before. Right. So, we'll leave it there. But then, uh, they basically made the, oh yeah, by the way, oh uh, yeah, uh, Derek made it. I'm still learning it. And then someone goes, hey, are we going to learn how to how this was done? Like, can we learn how to create these things? I'm like, no, we're not going to show you. And someone, I'm not sure who, goes... Derek can for the right price, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. And it immediately brought to me the attention. The um, Holly's giving you a high five. Oh, nice. Or Thank she's you. slapping you. One of the two. Uh, you know, it could be both uh, simultaneously. <laughs> um, <laughs> it brought to my attention. Uh, you're once upon a time viewer, correct? How uh, what? You're a once upon a time viewer, correct? Yeah. <laughs> I sat there and I was thinking, magic always comes with a price, dearie. Yeah. <laughs> or the Rick and Morty scene where um, our currency's been debased. How are we going to get these people? What'd your cat do? Knocked over some stuff. And they're like, I could tell you how to do this for money. <laughs> <laughs> that was the re- that was my quote for almost the rest of the day. Oh, man, this Mario Kart looks fun. I could play for, for money. money. <laughs> Which, although I said, I, it's like Mario Kart every weekly is... Something that I helped set up, so. I had a weird experience this week. Oh? So, we had to be, well, I have my own headset for work. Okay. Because I answer phone calls. 
But we switched to a different headset because we were doing shit. Like, I was... Uh, one of the supervisors was shadowing me. So basically, you know, had on the trainer headphones and was sitting there listening along to the call. That mic is super sensitive. So it could pick up me breathing. And it would play it in my own ears. Now, I'm over the fact of listening to my own voice. Yeah. Like, you know, you I have it every week. I have the headphone in right now. I'm listening to myself speak. Yeah. I just kind of tune it out. What I have not tuned out is the sound of your own heavy breathing. Yes. And keyboards clicking and mouse clicking. Wow. And like the dulcet tones of like I speak with like like not passion fervor here and just like uh at work, but the the attention and attentiveness to the, detail. The it's almost like there's there's a lively voice and there's a voice of to the customer where it's like, Yes, I would love to help you and it's it's not sarcastic, but it's that extra oomph. Yeah. That way they're like, oh, they mean it. I yeah. get that. And so I'm sitting there. And, all right. How does ASMR affect you? Um, The head tingles mostly. Uh, it depends on what type it is. I okay. Different, the different types of triggers do different things for me. For me, a lot of it is uh, I get like a spot in the middle of my back that just like twitches and spasms nice so i'm sitting there I'm just like <laughs> well i'm trying to do you talk on the phone it was a weird moment of like i'm triggering myself through asmr <laughs> it was kind nice. of funny i love that when people get on phone calls and like <sighs> you're like going and I don't know how that's picking up across the microphone. Yeah. But it's like, dude, stop. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether or not you're trying to seduce anybody or not, but it's like, stop. <laughs> stop breathing so heavily into the phone. Bobby says his favorite Hensley brothers. Bobby, I'd almost be a little bit concerned if there were more Hensley brothers that you know. I wouldn't be a little concerned. I'd be a lot concerned. That's true. Um, <laughs> anyway, anything else happened this week? Um, lots of Stardew Valley. Lots of, yeah, Stardew Valley. I got the diecast Voltron. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Walmart and I was like, oh, I'm going to walk the toy aisle and see if they have all the Walmart stuff because Walmart season four came out. We, we miss you too, Bobby. Yeah. It's been far too long, but I went to Walmart, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to see if they have Voltron stuff. Because I know they're supposed to be coming out with a, like, uh, the model Bayard. Ooh, I think they already have them. But, like, the full-size Bayard. Ooh, nice. And so I'm like, oh, I should, you know, I want to look at this. I want to go buy these. Yeah. And then I seen they have, like, the 16-inch and the 8-inch Voltrons. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, the 8-inch are die-cast metal. Ooh. So they're so heavy. Sleek. Like, they click into place. Ooh. Like, it's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so I was like, I'm going to buy these. And they're like 50 bucks. Nice. Yeah. Not that expensive for like, Die it's cast? a good three pounds. Yeah. For when you're all together. Because they can combine, correct? Yes. Nice. Are yeah. you going to keep them combined or not? I actually have them uncombined because you, they have a lot more dynamic posing. Okay. Uh, separately. Okay. Fair game. So it was just one of those like, uh, you know, my fiance's like, are you going to keep, they ask the same question, are you going to keep it together? I'm like, 
I don't think so. I don't know. Do you want me to buy another $50 one and have one together and combined? I mean... Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, moving on. The YouTube Roundup. Yep. Let's see. We start out with what owning a ramen restaurant in Japan is like. Tell us yes. more. Basically, they did an interview with this guy who his his father was a you know salesperson in Japan. Okay. It's very standard. You know, it's almost like... I think I know what channel this is. It's like what My Life in Japan or something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, Life on the Other Side or something like that. Yeah. Is Carry your on. mic on? <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. I was like, because it's a bit quiet on my end. Oh, my bad. No, it's on. You might be talking in outside the mic. No, I'm good. So, or I could just be talking louder than you. Yeah. So it's entirely possible. Very true. Um, where was that? So his dad was a salesman. Yep. Who quit his job because it wasn't fulfilling. Hey. And he started working. He owned his own ramen shop. Okay. Well, the son was a part-time worker at his father's ramen shop. And then quit, and I was like, I want to become a salesman. Became a salesman, found that unfulfilling, Let's open up a ramen job. And so he like works from like 8 a.m. to 11 at night, and that's in the shop, working. Not like on a break, working. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. And he's like, and the interviewer's like, if you had like a mentee, an apprentice, uh, would you work less? He's like, no, I'd, I'd have them open up another shop. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um... I love that channel. Yeah. Because it's so good. Like, it's well written, well edited, and everything like that. It's everything I aspire to be. Yeah. Okay. Mine. Stranger Things Season 2. Yes. Okay, first of all, I'd like to enter into the confessional. Okay. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I have yet to watch Stranger Things Season 1. Yes. <laughs> I've go, watched, like, the first child episodes. and sin no more. <laughs> I've watched, like, three episodes. My wife's watched all of it. Last night, I was going to go home and watch it. Then I remembered Voltron. And then you watched all of that. Then I watched all of Voltron. I know that feeling. So tomorrow, if I don't have anything to do, I'm going to set aside and watch Stranger Things. I and I mean watch, not, not like, have it on and play Stardew Valley. Yeah. Watch. I know that feel. I got to go. Uh, I'm going to go get some dapper clothes for an interview with the government. Nice. Yeah, because that job I applied for is a governmental position. Nice. So it's like, hence the haircut, the beard's gone. You really need to work on shaving better. No, I shaved on Thursday night. You have a lot of beard rash then. I know. I have super sensitive skin. Sensitive. Sensitive skin. Don't mock me. Sensitive. Um, so, Steve, uh, Stranger Things, too. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be creepy. I'm, I mean, like, I'm not sure if they figured out the whole Demogorgon thing? I don't know. I didn't so watch I need to, it. I need to watch the season. Uh, Yeah, pretty much as soon as our friend James was like, hey, Stranger Things season two, and I'm like, I haven't seen Stranger Things season one. It was that moment of, why are we friends? We shouldn't be friends. <laughs> right. Um, okay. You have behind the scenes of Star Wars, the original trilogy, ILM edition, effects makers, or ILM special effects makers. Yes. As someone who works on films... Like and loves Star Wars. And loves Star Wars, like we do. Yeah. And have Star Wars The Last Jedi tickets. Like we do. Like we do. Like, well, you, like, bought us. Yes. Um, how did how did you like this video? I loved it, because it was cool... Guru? What's Guru doing? Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Thought he was... Thought she was, um, pulling on the cable for the... Internet, right? Internet. And I was like, no, no. I think you no, need to turn so your much. mic up or something. 
Yeah, it sounds low. How's that? Sounds a little better. I think I might have changed the setting. Or it could have been when Kara was trying to get on the TV. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'll look at it later. How's it, does it sound better? Hold on. I haven't had you adjust it yet. Ah, right. But yeah, so... Your cat is destructive. He's a pure force of destruction. She is, yes. Um, so special effects making. Yes. Um, we both love the tested channel. Yeah. Um, and like prop making and things like that. Yeah. So it was and really cool to see how they designed like the executor with just Darth Vader's Star Destroyer. Yeah. In the middle, they had the cartoon bit with the very first introduction to Boba Fett. Nice. Because remember, Boba Fett was introduced in a cartoon first. Not an empire. Huh. Yeah. Nice. How's my mic sounding now? Sounds better. Okay. So, I mean, it was really cool to see them talking with passion. Yeah. About it. And, like, it was really cool because uh, Phil Tippett also worked on it. Okay. Who did Jurassic Park and our favorite film, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Sorry, my chair is super creaky, by the way, too. Yeah. Because you broke a computer chair. Guru. <laughs> We're gonna need you to stop there. Buddy. So it was just really interesting to watch this channel, this video about how they, they had such passion. So did you watch any episode of it? fifty eight? We got a cat. We go off the rail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going we're going off the rails today. <laughs> Behave, you're going in the cage, you know. Um I think I caught part of it. Yeah. Um, I watched the entire thing at work. Good. Uh, the next one I have is Marshmallows Alone, which is one of those songs that you hear at once, and then you start hearing it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, like, you hear it on a lot of, like, blog stuff, like vlogs. And then... Uh, <laughs> then <laughs> so, you just hear it everywhere, and then there are some places where you're like, huh... I like this song. I wish this person hadn't used it. Because now I want to use it. No. Because now it's like, this is too good of a song for them. Yeah. You know, there are those vloggers where you're like, I wish you hadn't used that song. I liked it now. I yeah. liked it, but I don't like your content. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then There's I not have... really much to say about the song. No, I mean, it's a music video. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, the next one is Star Wars The Last Jedi trailer. Was that yours or mine? It was mine. Oh. I was surprised it wasn't already on there. Yeah, it was like it was a good trailer. Uh, can we talk about how the porgs are awesome? Oh, porgs are the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I think I shared on our video, our channel, the um, porgs singing Duel of the Fates. <laughs> yes. I love them. Like, they're really cool. They're, they're definitely the Ewoks. I hope they're not, though. Like, I hope they're just kind of there. Mm -hmm. Like, we never discussed why we picked up Porgs. But yeah. also, it was really cool seeing a lot more characterization of, like, Snoke. Yeah. And seeing uh, Kylo. Yeah, I like his new his new design cut. Yeah. And I do like his new TIE Fighter. Oh, yeah. Maybe if I didn't pick up the die-cast Voltrons yesterday, I would have picked up the Lego version of his... What is it? The tie? Uh, it's the tie something. Yeah, tie something. Yeah, 
Tide is it the Tide Decimator? I think so. Also, I've seen the Black Series Unmasked Kylo. Ooh! Which would have been cool because I have the Masked Kylo from the first film. Nice. But I'm like, I don't need an action figure. I need five action figures. <laughs> but they combine into one. Like Voltron. Oh. Yeah. Like Voltron. Yeah, I was like, I thought I heard something in the background. No. Um, and then we also have the Ice Fennec Fox. You was that little... also you? No, you know the I, no, no no I mean in the trailer. Oh, the, I'm like the the ice fennec fox, the jump foxes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes. I'm excited for this film. Now, on a scale of one to a McDonald's sized large cup, how many how many tears do you think you're gonna shed? I don't think any. Um. Well, here's the thing. You know they're gonna put in memoriam in honor or love, uh, to Carrie Fisher. Yes. And in this film, I think Carrie Fisher is or Carrie Fisher. Oh, Princess Leia is going to die. Yeah, she has, to, she, she has to join Han. She has to join Han. So it's going to be one of those, Susan! It's like, I told you, after Rogue One, we watched it with James. Yeah. This was before she was even sick. Then I watched it after she had already passed. And we were watching it. And through the whole thing, I'm like, okay, it, it was, seemed sadder now that I knew everybody's fates on some levels. Yeah. But then afterwards, like when Princess Leia turns around and goes, they've oh. given us the greatest weapon. Hope. I'm sitting there just, I'm on the verge of tears. Just absolutely, you know, the ugly tears. Yeah. <clears throat> My wife turns over and in the theater goes, Is it sadder now that she's dead? <laughs> and I'm like, Yes, sweetheart. We'll talk, we'll talk about this outside. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing is, Don't um, cry. at Derby, we'll Don't actually get cry. to, uh, Meet the mocap for the Young Princess Life in Rogue One. I'm excited for that. I need to get a copy of Rogue One to get it signed. Get me a copy. <laughs> yeah. Is it sad or not that she's dead? We'll talk about this outside. <laughs> I'm not kidding, but it was like that, that right tone where it was like, okay, I know you didn't mean it that way, but man, it's coming across a little condescending. <laughs> yeah. Is it little sad or not that she's dead? <laughs> the way you said it, yes, <laughs> right. But no, in all sincereness, no, it was there was no like mockery hey. meant for it. It was just <laughs> my wife didn't realize that I was sitting there going, "Don't cry, don't cry." So yeah, <laughs> and my friend was like, "I don't get it." She was more sad that Han Solo died. I was like, "Okay, think about it this way: every child." Grew, that grew up with Star Wars was probably a teenager when Star Wars was awesome to them. And then we get to Return of the Jedi and we get to uh, slave, slave Princess Leia. And it's like, I dare you to point to a nerd that didn't go, I that's my first celebrity crush. Yeah. Or Wonder Woman. And now it's um, Ray or Daisy Ridley. Or Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so when she passed away, it's like, I was like, it's that sad moment of, I remember where I was, who I was. Yeah. So it's like that, okay, that's almost like a, it's almost a cultural touchstone because so much, so much of the cosplayer realm now falls into the, there's Elsa, Princess Leia, there's Rapunzel, Slay Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah, yeah, so it's like... And it's, I, I remember where I was when I heard that 
Carrie Fisher passed. I was at work. Yeah, at the same and, place. Like, me. I, I broke down and I started crying at work. <laughs> yeah. And then they had celebration and they played the suite. The tribute. And it was just like, I need to find a dark corner. I need to go weep. <laughs> yeah. I need to go weep. <laughs> so, anyway, last one. How I deal with chronic pain. Yes. This is from Eat Your Kimchi. Eat Your Sushi. I'm sorry. Eat, well, it's still Eat Your Kimchi to me. It'll always be Eat Your Kimchi. Yeah. Um, But it's Martina talking about how she deals with uh, her pain. Yeah. And on a you know smaller level, her depression. Yeah. It's, and that, it's really been an interesting, like, the build the ladder initiative. Yeah. Guru, don't you think about jumping on my desk. Don't you think about it. No. <laughs> she's thinking about it. <laughs> she's thinking about it. Oh, she's trying. Oh, she's trying. But, <laughs> yeah, it was how I deal with chronic pain. And it's really interesting to see. Yeah. Because, like, uh, we've grown up with them pretty much. Uh, 2008? Yeah, 2008 to now. now. So, 10 years. Just about. Now. Yeah. It's a and long so, time to consistently watch them. But yeah, yeah, I totally get that. And they're always upbeat and happy, and just to see that it was heartbreaking. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. Is like, And it's that moment you realize, like... They're, like, they're people, too. Yeah, it's like when, you, when your grandparents get sick, or your parents get sick, you're like, oh my gosh, they're not immortals. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm not immortal. <laughs> yeah, and as you... The, you know, especially the thing was how to deal with chronic, how she deals with chronic pain. It's different when you start getting chronic pain. Yeah. Like, my left leg, one, still hurts from July. My knee still hurts. And now my hip just pop. Like, I can barely sit, cro like, with you know, on the bed, and, you know, mm -hmm. sitting in bed and, you, like, cross your legs. Yeah. I, I can barely sit like that for, like, five minutes. Before Oof. it really starts hurting. Oof. It hurts to put on my... Like, I have to sit down and put my socks and shoes on. Because, like, just lifting my leg to put it in a pant leg hurts. Wow. So, it's like, it's different That's seeing rough. that and, like, understanding. Yeah. No, I totally get that, that. You know, it could be arthritis. It could be anything in my hip. Yeah, I get that. Um. Okay. You want to move on to gaming news? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, dearly beloved, we're gathered here uh, in memory of Grape Kun, the Humboldt penguin. Yes, who fell in love with an animator, a Lulu Chan, a Lulu Chan. Yes. Um, this it was like a, it was almost like an internet meme, combined with like just this adorable penguin. It was almost like a pureness. Yeah. It was so the story was like, weren't they doing maintenance on its? cage enclosure all right so what happened how they fell in love with the cutout was like you know some anime companies do they partnered with the zoo okay and they put the, their characters dressed up as different animals in the different enclosures so like they had you know tigers and lions and bears oh, oh my. my and they had hulu chan just as a humble penguin okay penguin encounter grape coon fell in love <laughs> <laughs> at one point he tried bringing it rocks like traditional courting Rituals for humble penguins, and he would bring her rocks and things like that. Like, try to date Lulu Chan, a <laughs> cardboard cutout. Yes, and when they had the storms, because you know when they had giant storms, yeah, they had to remove the cutout so that way it wouldn't get damaged. Grape Gun was not happy. 
He was irritated. He was angry when they brought it back. He was so happy. He did that whole like penguin dancey thing, flappy thing. Yeah. And then Friday, yesterday, Grape Coon died. And the flood of fan art is touching. <laughs> Isn't it though? Yes. Like there's one of one of my favorites was a penguin sitting next to the cutout. And the next panel down, it's uh, a human penguin. Like the the guy dresses a penguin and a girl dresses a penguin sitting side by side. And nice. like Grip Coon, you'll always be missed. <laughs> Is this going to be as big of a meme as like, say, Harambe was? I don't think so, because sadly, I don't think anything involving anime is going to be a big meme. Like, a big, big meme. There was a little one for a little while when that wrestler guy was like, anybody who loves anime is never going to impress uh, impress girls. It's like, dang, you, do you think someone should tell my wife? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, like a big meme, like Harambe. Yeah, Cecil. You know, yeah. So I mean, I think her, I think grape is the pure like love. It's the pure side of the internet. Yeah, it's like, oh, a penguin fell in love with a cutout. <laughs> like that's kind of adorable. Yeah, it's one of those things of like, eh, it like we enjoy seeing pictures of like <laughs> cats and dogs, you know, cuddling up and hanging out together, things like that. Yeah, we enjoy that. And so seeing a penguin in an anime cutout. Just as a penguin. It's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Grape Coon, you will be missed. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> moving away from penguins and cardboard cutouts. The future of the Switch. What do you think it's going to look like? All right, so, you know, I read that article. Me too. And it was, it was kind of like, oh, well, no, duh, some of it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, super informed. But, but I thought it was a good talking place of, what do you see the Switch at going to? I'd like to say I see the Switch lasting a long time. Okay. Longer than the Wii. Well, of course, yeah. Because there's something... There's so many markets tied up in it. Right. You still have the Amiibo. Yeah. You have handheld market. Yeah. You have the console market. All you need is games to be like triple a titles from outside publishers to be published on it yeah with skyrim and doom and wolfenstein being published on it i think there's strong hope because it's one of those i think there's already hope we i mean granted stardew valley isn't triple a title you should have seen the fan love for it oh yeah and I think that beyond, well, what I'm saying is like AAA titles almost encourage other AAA titles. Yeah. Someone's got to be the first one to go, I see potential. Yeah. Um, and I think Bethesda is with Doom and Wolfenstein and Skyrim because it's one of those cultural jokes of, yeah, but can it play Doom? Yeah. So, I mean, if you can play Doom on it, you probably can play a lot of other things. Right. So, it's one of those, I think it's going to encourage other companies to go... Okay, I want to put my game on there. I want to put this AAA title I've been working on, and I worked it for consoles. I want to put it there. Yeah. And I, that's what's going to be the carrying point. Because indie games are great and everything, but Steam is filled with them. We don't need another thing with <coughs> 700 indie games that are all the same. But here's the thing. The Switch has the ability... Like, not the ability... 
But devs for the Switch mm-hmm. have the ability of filtering out the trash. True. Uh, we got Shovel Knight, which I'm still waiting on King Knight to come out. Me too. We have Stardew Valley, which are great like indie game titles. Right, but I don't tip th- the scale. I don't think indie game titles are going to be the console sellers. And as much as Skyrim and Bethesda is doing, I don't know that they're console sellers. I think it's an encouraging. It's like baiting it yeah. almost. But I don't don't think that it's um. I don't think that it's actually going to be the console seller because. If I want to play Skyrim, I already own it in a couple of different places now. So right. if they get a big AAA title exclusive to it, say, and not just Mario, but something else, and you could almost attract a lot more business. Think Gears of War or think Uncharted. But Sony and I'll have a great hand in it, but it's like, if you want to play Uncharted, you have to go to PS4. If you want to play Gears of War, you have to go to P- uh, Xbox. If you want to play Mario, which is a Nintendo thing, you have to play it on Nintendo. But it's like, okay, yeah, no, duh. Nintendo does not... It sounds horrible, but Nintendo does not play well with others. But here's the thing. Nintendo doesn't have to. Look at... Alright, when the Switch came out, pretty much the biggest game was Zelda. Yes. It became one of the highest selling consoles of all time. Yes. Okay. So we have established. That well, hang on though. There's there there is a caveat before I before you let you continue. It's the highest selling console because every other console has already been on the market for a long time. There was no big surge for that year. This year, no other consoles had released until then. PS4 right. Pro was the year previous, and Xbox is later on this year. So to say. It's the highest selling console. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, every, but it, I mean if you it, compare statistics, if you compare sales rate and speed to the PS4, PS3, going back to launch time, yeah, okay. The, uh, I don't have the stats for that. I so I'm not gonna even try to speak on it. All right, but I was like, so if we're gonna go with that caveat, then yes, I'll let you continue. Okay. Sorry. So and people bought it. Did you buy a Switch mainly to play Breath of the Wild? Absolutely. Okay. And just to have the Switch. Yeah. But here's the thing. We know they're going to put Pokemon on it. Yep. It's going to be a thing. So they have Pokemon, Mario, Zelda, Metroid's coming out. Yeah. Okay. Now here's one more thing. What game did mom buy the Switch for to play? Stardew Valley. Okay. You had just said indie games do not sell consoles. I typically agree. But there is that caveat. Right. They already... So, in that case, they already owned a Switch. Yeah, they did. So... But Mom did not play a lot of Breath of the Wild. Mm, not a lot. Not as much as Dad did. Okay, fair game. So, but I don't see, like, someone who never has played Stardew Valley going out and going, that's the game I want to play. Right. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I can, like the Switch already has its own fan base and Agreed. its own perk. I can play that at work. No, I it's agree. a lot of work to turn on turn on my Xbox, download you know fifty thousand updates. Agreed. And by then it's like I don't even want to play Destiny anymore. I just want to lay in bed. Yeah. And I, like 
I get that. And especially things like Stardew Valley in this case. You know, I'll be playing. Yeah, hit the you know, hit the plus button, pause it, throw it on the dock, turn off the screen, you know, go to bed. Yeah. No, I I get it, but it's one of those I think another triple A other triple A titles need to come to Switch in order for other triple A developers to go, I think that's something I want. But here's the thing. Because the Switch didn't get a lot of third party support. Neither that's the, the biggest uh, either one. There wasn't a lot of huge titles that were on the, Wii the Switch yeah. or the Wii U or the Wii even. I mean, you're absolutely correct. Because it's like, well, there was Zelda. There was a couple of Pokemon games, Pokemon Battle Revolution, but even that was middling. Iffy. And then they had Mario. Yeah. So it's like you have your... Th- and they had a Metroid game. So it's like you have all the same games that we have on the Switch, but it's like it just didn't sell well. And how long before it was like, oh, sweet, I got... Well, I'm just... But here's you, you, your Wii ends up gathering dust. Your Wii U gathers dust because here's I can play something else. The Wii kind of was in a weird place. Uh huh. We had the release of the 360 and the PS3, both powerhouse. Look at us. We have graphics. I agree. We have this. Nintendo came out and was like, we have motion control. Yeah. It wasn't. It didn't feel as innovative because you're flailing around. I love the. And in the article kind of touched on of like Nintendo is a toy company. Yes. They had the power glove, the power ring, they've had the zapper, they've had Rob the Robot. So it's like uh, I guess I shouldn't call it Rob the Robot because it would be robotic operating body robot. Um but they had a lot of gimmicky almost toys. Yeah. So I think that the Switch's gimmick is actually its strongest feature. Yes. Whereas the Swee's gimmick was actually its weakest feature. The motion control at first was horrid. Like, you had to get the motion control plus to make it And here's why the Wii U failed. They called it the Wii U. So people thought, oh, I can just buy the little gamepad and I'm good? Yeah. I had to explain that when I worked at Sears when the Wii U came out. I had to explain that several times of... Well, no, no, that's not how it works. You just can't go by the gamepad. That's not how any of this works. You, can I take the gamepad with me when I go out of town? No. No, you can't do that. It's like a tablet, except you can barely use it in the other room. Yeah, and so it just kind of felt disappointing. And I think that's where the Switch actually develops, where the Wii U tablet was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, you can play it on the tablet! And I was like, yes! As long as you're within the same room. Don't get in crazy now. Yeah, and so with this with Switch, it's impressive. And yeah, it's going to sell, and I don't think Nintendo needs to pursue AAA titles. AAA titles are going to come to them. I hope. I hope because I hope we get more iterations of the Wii. Um, you mean the Switch? Switch that too. I hope we get more iterations of it. In truth, like, I but I one of the biggest things, and this sounds really weird. I want more Joy-Con selections. Yes. The, the gray color and the pink and blue are great and all. Well, there's yellow and purple. Is there now? Yeah. I didn't know that. You can buy them on Amazon. Ah. But it's like, I want first-party developed Joy-Cons. Yes. It's like, because if you get multiple people with the, uh, a Wii or a Switch, and they all have the same color Joy-Cons, you might not come out with the same Joy-Cons. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, and that's like where, thankfully, it, when I do Mario Kart Fridays, it's like, 
One person has the uh, the pink blue. I have the uh, the double the um, grays. And another person has the grays, but it's like okay, you hold on to those. You don't let them go. Yeah. So I, I want more colors, and not just like oh, we're releasing Splatoon colors. Oh, we're releasing Mario and Luigi colors. It's like give us more options. Yes. Do it now. I would order them offline. It's like customize your Joy Cons. Yes. Let me do that. I would pay money to you and not to some developer going, we developed Joy-Con skins because we developed Joy-Con skins. Like, okay, but I yeah. want more. What's, who is that? Oh, Grace. Think Pokemon. Yeah, that could work. Yep. Um, so anything else for the Switch feature? Nah. What game? Okay. Beyond, hi, Kuro. Beyond, like, Pokemon, Beyond Animal Crossing, Beyond Fire Emblem, and nothing that has been released, God high, um, or has been talked about ad nauseum. What would you like to see on the Switch? I would like to see, well, we have Metroid coming out. I was thinking about the game, something the other day, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> you've got You've got a cat on your shoulder. I forget what game I was thinking about. You know, I was thinking it would be cool to have a Star Tropics game. I can see it. Or a nice puzzle game like <gasps> Lolo. What do you want on the Switch there, girl? Say hello, kitty again. <laughs> Our new mascot. Yep. Okay. Let's move on to some gaming news. Yes. Injustice 2, creative director, discusses <laughs> possibility of Switch edition. Don't bump the mic. For audio listeners, sorry about that. I have a cat on my chest. Um, so we were talking about Future Switch, Injustice Two, maybe. Yes. Do, having played Injustice, real fast. Yeah, I bought the ninety nine dollar Ultimate Deluxe Edition. Do you think it would be a good game on Switch? Oh, would absolutely. They have to censor it. Absolutely. Why would they censor it? I didn't know if there was anything they would have to censor. No. Okay. Okay. The Settlers of Catan, Sony developing movie adaptation of board game. Remember how we don't like live action anime? Let's stop making board game movies. Except Jumanji. We can remake yeah. Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess Jumanji worked because they played Jumanji within the Jumanji movie. I have the sadness now. I read that article and I was like, why? Sony, just because you made Spider Man at one point, doesn't mean. And you made the Emoji movie. <laughs> How about uh, someone made Battleship? So it's like, stop. Are we going to be playing Operation next? God, please no. Jenga. <laughs> when they fall, we die. Can we make the Jenga movie? Let's do it. I mean, we'll probably have it better than Sony. Sony, the people who made the Emoji movie. It's like, come on. Oh, and didn't they make Boss Baby? Yeah. So it's like, stop making Adept. Of board games. I want everyone to know. I'm completely joking. But my fiance wants to, like, my, she does want to see Boss Baby. And I'm like, I think if we watch that, I might leave you. <laughs> okay. Real fast. They're writing the, the person who done, uh, Blaze Hemingway will write the screenplay for the film, uh, with Dan Lynn featuring in the, uh, Lego movie and it. It's like, okay. Maybe we don't. I, I did like the Lego movie. Me too, but it's... It's Catan. 
I need Zivita. I also say, if somebody doesn't shout and like slam on a table, why won't you trade me the wheat, you? I'll stop right there. Uh, at that point, it's like, okay. But what kind of tone would it? We're not talking about this. <laughs> the Arcur- Ar- Tiny Cardboard Arcade is an awesome kids meal toy from Wendy's. Yes. So uh, that might be your only reason to go to Wendy's. Pretty much. I mean, unless you want to pay 10 bucks for a hamburger that you're like, eh. Yeah. Or fries that you're just like, eh. Yeah, I read that article. I'm like, that's actually really cool. There's two things good about Wendy's. They're Twitter and these toys. After these toys are gone, it'll just be the Twitter. Yep. Okay. Anime news. The McDonald's Rick and Morty promotion did not go well. No, it did not. We went to go make a video about it. Yes. And didn't even get to set foot in McDonald's. Nope. And at a certain point, I know the- we said we were going to make a video of it. I'm glad we didn't. They are going to bring back Szechuan sauce later this year. Yes, but I'm glad I didn't because I don't... After seeing like the news, you see the guy who was jumping up and down on the counter going, I want my Szechuan sauce! I'm Pickle Rick! I was like, oh my god, I'm, I wish I could have been there to film that. But it's like, I can't imagine the pure hellscape McDonald's was with all of the Rick and Morty fans... Who, if they're acting like characters from the show, are going to just be causing mayhem. Yeah. It's not like a Doctor Who where they're like, nah, I'm acting weird and I'm acting fun. or It's not like anything else. It's like they're literally just being irrational to people. And I was like, oh my god. I, I feel like going into those McDonald's and going, I am so sorry. I am a fan of Rick and Morty, but... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. But, on the other hand... Actually, let's talk about it. Rick and Morty did not sanction this. So, Rick and Morty fans were causing a scene, and granted, McDonald's was very much alluding to, we brought the sauce out of the multiverse. It's like, you're not saying it. You're making it very clear that you're not saying Rick and Morty. But you knew what buttons to push to get Rick and Morty fans to be there. And yeah. they showed up. And, and they only had like deliver. 40 sauces per location. It's like, and some of the locations that were said to have, were supposed to be getting it, didn't. Yeah. So it's like, okay. It, I, I was watching uh, the Rooster Teeth podcast and Bernie was like, I want to get a job. Or anytime a company's like, let's do a promotion, they just bring me in and go, you shouldn't do the promotion. Yeah. Because that backfired on them so hard. Granted, they're bringing it back, but it just backfired. Yeah. So, so hard. Okay, moving on. Uh, Nadima Shop celebrates Psycho Pass's fifth anniversary. First of all, five years. Yeah. Okay. I do love Psycho Pass. Yes. Fairy Tales author shows a sketch of the next generation. Very specifically, they show... Um, what is it? Natsu and Lucy. Natsu and Lucy and... Uh, Julian. Gray and Juvia. Groovia. <laughs> Groovia. Groovia. Groovia and, uh, what was it, Nalu? Nalu. That was what it was. I was sitting there thinking, what was it? Uh, I'm excited about that. I like Fairy Tale. Yeah. But I don't I know. Mean, it's not official. I was say, is it going to be a Boruto thing? I mean, I hope so. Me too. Have you been watching Black Clover? Not at all. You need to. I've been watching uh, Lore 
Which, moving forward into our Amazon Netflix picks of the week, lore. It's like creepy true stories. Okay. But they're not just... It was originally came from a podcast. Yeah, I listened to lore podcasts, actually. But instead of just all narration, like there are parts where <laughs> actors act it out. <laughs> so it's really cool. It's like those... Do you remember those old factor fiction film uh, show with Jonathan Franks? Yeah. It was like that. Nice. I love it. It is so good. Nice. You chose um, ID Zero. Yes. <laughs> you see my note in the notes. No, I didn't look at it. <laughs> um, I was actually going to pick this. Nice. Um, it's good. I'm sorry, Carl. I stopped petting you for a second. It's good. Um, what? It's like mixture between Pirates. Sword Online, where they're diving into a robot. A mech anime and pirates. Yep. It's really good. What episode are you on? I'm getting ready to start in episode two. Nice. I'm on like five or six. Nice. Yeah, I was going to watch that and I was like, Voltron. But Voltron. But Voltron. All right. Let's see. The game releases this week. I feel like this episode went really by really fast. I'm okay with that. We're almost 50 minutes. So, this week, the Jackbox Party Pack 4 on all systems on October 17th. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. We're streaming that next week, right? See. Correct. We will be playing some Jackbox. So, uh, we should play some Jackbox 3 today. We should. Okay. Last, then we have the South Park Fractured Butt Hole. On the PC, Xbox, and PS4 on the 17th as well. I watched some gameplay of it, and I'm much like an episode of South Park. I am intrigued and uh, disgusted at the same time. Yes. <laughs> uh, they, they had a new episode with fidget spinners in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Anything else before you get wrap up? Not really. Today felt like a short episode. Yeah, it was. That's all right though. Yeah, it's all right. Next week we'll have some stuff because uh, I've interviewed for a job, and it'll be one week till Comic Con, and we'll be talking about that. Yeah, we'll, it'll, pretty, it'll be the Comic Con pre-show. Yeah. Okay. If you want to find us, our website is gamingandchillpodcast.com. dot com. Oh, we need to do an ASMR part. Should I do this ASMR? Oh, we should not. We should definitely not. I should do this in ASMR. That seems to be a pretty popular part. Our uh, our website is the gaming and chill podcast.com. You can find us and we have actually a countdown clock to the Derby City Comic Con. So you can uh, make sure to get tickets and uh, we're actually going to be at booth 11. Our Twitter is at gaming underscore in underscore chill. You can uh, tweet at us and we'll respond. If you want to find us on Instagram, it's Gaming and Chill Podcast. Uh, we should be posting some pictures of Comic-Con soon, along with stuff like the setup and everything. So be sure to follow us there for all of your image updates. If you're watching us on Facebook, thank you so much. But if you're not, you can catch us at facebook.com slash gaming and chill podcast uh if you're once again if you're watching us live thank you so much you make this possible
if you have any questions, you can tweet us using the hashtag Gaming and Chill Podcast. And this has been your ASMR segment. Thank you. How was it? It was good. <laughs> was it too quiet? No. Well, good. I need to boost the volume later. Nah. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I want to do an ASMR segment every week. There you go. Um. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Get yourself a cat. A pretty little kitty like girl. Right, girl? What, what? Any words to, this? Any words to the fans? <laughs> She's like, no. Let buzz, me down. Buzz off. Let me down. Okay. Anyway, we will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Yeah.